Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Worth Playing For podcast. This is going to be episodes 10 and 11 um, of Survivor Marquesas that I'm talking about today, making it episode 38 of my complete Survivor Rewatch series. Um, and these two episodes are entitled Two Peas in the Pod and The Princess. Um, and so we're reminded of the events of the last episode where the Row 2 4 had pretty much complete control of the game, right? Um, they had Pascal and Nelia on their side. There's no reason why they shouldn't be able to vote off Sepia, Sean, and then Kathy right after. Um, but their blatant demonstration of power during the Coconut Chop Immunity Challenge showed Pascal and Nelia that they were at the bottom, um, and they flipped over to make it a 5-4, to four, leading to John getting voted out at the last Tribal Council. And so, you know, now this group of five seems pretty strong. There isn't really any reason to believe that they aren't going to stick together the rest of the game. Um, and, you know, these two episodes are going to be pretty straightforward boots. We, we do see some attempts by, by Tammy and the general trying to maneuver a little bit. Zoe kind of starts throwing her allies under the bus a little. Or apparently they are never her allies, according to her. So we do kind of start to see some maneuvering. Um, but these votes are going to be a little bit straightforward. Um, and it will set us up for the next two episodes and then the finale. So let's get into this episode, Two Peas in a Pod. All right, so... Um, we get to day 25 here, and, you know, these five start to celebrate being in control of the game, right? Especially for Sean Vesepia, who pretty much, you know, they did they probably felt pretty comfortable on the old Maramu, but once they swapped, they've been feeling on the hot seat from day one, especially Sean. Um, but now, you know, they can finally take a breath for at least, you know, six or seven days and, and really start to to kind of just enjoy the experience and, and relax a little bit, right? No manipulations, no, no games. They just have a, a plan to get to the final five and let the best man win. Obviously, there will be some gamesmanship as we get to the later votes, probably in the next episode. But at least for these two episodes, this five is pretty tight and no signs of breaking up from there. Um, because the only people who who might be flipping um, are Nelly and Pascal here, who because they're kind of a tight two, but they're so you know stuck on their morals that they won't flip. And then there's kind of talk of Asepi and Sean kind of breaking away as well. But again, they're two you know, very moral people as well who play by their morals, by their ethics. So they probably won't flip either. Um, you know, they love the idea that this powerful row to four had their comeuppance and can now finally take a breath. Um, and especially for Sean, you know, has felt on the edge since day 10. He can finally sit back for a couple of votes. They just want to have fun and relax. Um, and, and now that the tables have turned and the, Tammy, Zoe, and the general are on the outs, they obviously don't appreciate the kumbaya, which is ironic because they were the ones in charge of the Kumbaya a day ago. Um, but the five has all the confidence, taming the general, just kind of having their own pity party, while Zoe is going to just get to throwing them under the bus, claiming that she's never been with them, and begin, you know, kissing the butts of the five. Um, which, I mean, isn't a terrible move, but we'll talk about that as we go on in this episode. Um, but, you know, Tammy, Zoe, and the general, they all have targets on their backs from this alliance. Um, and Tammy feels like she has a specific target on her back um, as, you know, kind of the second in command to John. Um, and so her and the general seem really solid. They really feel like it's them against the world because Zoe has ditched them. Um, Tammy and Zoe will have this conversation and, try, and Tammy is trying to just like get on the same page here. Um, her and the general having a pity party. She wants to have that pity party with Zoe too. And Zoe pretty much like, denies that they were ever in alliance. So she never, never liked Tammy, doesn't trust Tammy, never wanted to work with her. And like, oh my God, like, this is just, it's so weird from Zoe that like, all of a sudden, like, she's just, she's just saying that she hates all her allies. And we see Tammy now, Tammy doesn't like Zoe enough from this. Like, 
they're just the two are not going to talk from here on here on out. Um, Zoe just wants to distance herself, and you know it's good because you would think that this is you know Zoe playing the game. Like, sorry, I'm not going to go down with the ship. I'm going to jump ship. But the thing is, like, you're you're now pissing off your your allies, and the enemies don't like you either, right? Like they. Like, you already had beef with Kathy, you already had beef with Sean, so you're by far the most unlikable of those. Um, and so, like, what's your plan here? Like, and, it, and it's remarkable that, like, obviously Zoe's going to be the one that gets voted off in this episode, but it's remarkable that she's the only one that tries sucking up to them, but yeah, she's the one that goes. Um, it just shows that it, it never worked. Like, it obviously works in some cases, try to make it a vote or two, but she had such terrible relationships with them before that despite all that she does in this episode, she's still going to go here. Um, and you know, what's, again, what's your plan? If you make it to the finals, you now don't have, you know, the, the five that has come together because they all don't like you and you you now don't have your allies anyway. Like that's kind of, you know, when we talk about jury threats and, um, someone like Elizabeth from the Australian Outback, they couldn't let her get to the end because she had all her allies. Like if you're looking at trying to make it one more day, the Elizabeth technique is, is, you know, the template right now. Right. Obviously, we're going to see someone like a Danny Boatwright, someone like a Chris Doherty, like really reinvent that strategy. Um, but Elizabeth is kind of that template, just trying to survive one more day, get in good with the people in power. Um, and by the end, they can't let her get to the end because she didn't turn on any any of her allies to do it. But Zoe's now completely isolating herself by turning on the only people that actually want to work with her. Um, but Tammy just kind of shrugs her shoulders here, thinks... And she tries to think of ways that she can use this against Zoe to last a couple more days, which is smart, right? Um, you know, if, if Zoe's going to be like this, then Tammy can use that as ammunition. So we get the reward challenge, and this is the coconut juice challenge, uh, where they essentially have to find coconuts amongst the beach. There's some, like, bundles of it in the ocean. And they're put in teams. They smash the coconuts. They try to fill up a tube and retrieve a ball that is going to float up. Um, and so we, we do have the teams Pascal and Sean, Kathy, and the General. Millie and Zoe, and then Tammy and the Sepia. Um, and the intrigue here is really just, like, the challenge isn't necessarily exciting at all. Um, again, Jeff hasn't really mastered the narrating a bit. He, he's trying, like, he's going up to them and saying, you know, you got some, like, just a little bit more to go, hang in there. Um, so he's definitely evolving, but this one is very hard to follow because they're just running all, all over the place. Um, so the intrigue here is really just seeing these teams work together, specifically Pascal and Sean. Um, so, you know, Sean and Pascal look like they're in the lead from the jump. Uh, Nelly and Zoe are, seem to be doing quite well. Um, Tammy and Vesepia aren't really getting anything. Gen the General and the Kathy seem to be making the most of theirs, and they do make it a fairly close race. Um, but Sean and Pascal get to work, they fill up their tube, and they win this challenge here. Um, and they celebrate the, the victory, right? It's all adrenaline. They're just celebrating. They're happy to get that reward. Um, but as soon as the challenge is done and, and the celebration ends, they start to realize like how unlikely of a pairing this is um, and that they're going to go on this trip together. Um, and this really creates more of the more memorable moments from this season. Um, and so they wake up on day 26, and this is where their reward will happen. Um, and so they go get a helicopter ride en route to like a Marcasian feast. Um, and everyone just looks on. They talk about how happy they are for, for Sean and Pascal. And, you know, I share in Giuseppe's happiness. Obviously, Sean, he was down. He was never out. And now he gets to enjoy a feast, and he definitely deserves that. Um, and so they finish this helicopter ride, and then they're greeting, greeted by the Marcasian locals who have come with horses for them to ride to the feast. Um, Pascal, looks Pascal looks comfortable, um, but Sean is, is pretty uncomfortable on the horse. He's just a fish out of water here. He's never done this before. 
Um, it's just a funny scene of him just like hugging the Marcasian man on the horse with him. And once they come to like a more flatland, he gets more comfortable. He loosens up. He's able to ride the horse on his own. Um, but it's, it's just a hilarious scene. Like they walk into the feast and Sean is celebrating. He's flirting with the waitress. He's just a social butterfly. And, you know, this is this is going to be the Sean. Um, when people remember Sean on Survivor, this is what they remember. It's just him being absolutely hilarious on this reward. Um, despite the fact that there's so many parts of this that he's never experienced before, he's he's uncomfortable in some ways. He's just the life of the party in so many other ways. Um, and it's so great because Pascal says, you know, uh, he says here that he would have mortgaged his house on the fact that Sean was the next to go. But now he, he not only is he not gone, but the two are on a reward together. The two are in an alliance together um, and they will be bonded. You know, they built trust. They built respect for one another. Um, and, you know, this is just a better version uh, of the Frank and Brandon reward from Africa. I think they do a good job here of, you know, really appreciating the culture and experience for what it is. They're not othering the Marcations too much. Um, the two are really bonding. Like these are two very different walks of life, right? We have Sean, who's like um, a teacher from Harlem. We have Pascal, a judge from Georgia, two people that, you know, probably would not get along very much. Um, you know, I don't know if they wouldn't get along very much, but they're not going to be like running the same circles in real life. But here they are in the Survivor. They, they're on this reward. They're really able to enjoy the time. There's no animosity at all. And and this is, like I said, the better version of the Frank and Brandon award, which was like, I think they tried to do that there, where it's like two people from different walks of life, but it was just very uncomfortable um, because you know that they just kind of disagreed with each other's lifestyle. Um, but here, like, it, you can't help but smile. This was a great scene, a great reward to watch for sure. Um, so they're chowing down. They're enjoying the feast. Um, they're entertained with a dance from the Marcasian people while they smuggle as much food as possible for the rest of the tribe, because that's still allowed. And again, just one of the more memorable and, and probably special rewards in Survivor history. Like comparing the rewards that we've had so far, this is probably the most memorable one. Um, you know, obviously the yacht ones are going to be a big deal or, you know, when Colby sees his mom or, you know, like I said, the Brandon and Frank one or the Lex and Ethan one. This is, you know, you can't help but be smiling the whole time. Um, these two people that are completely different have really put the game aside, built respect for each other and, and for the experience they had. So definitely a really great scene. Um, and then they get back to camp and they get a great welcome from the rest of the tribe. And it's even better when they pull out all the food that they have smuggled. Um, and so we wake up on day 27 and, and Tammy wakes up feeling desperate, right? She recognizes her best move, um, try to make amends with Pasco and Aaliyah. So her and the general sit down with um, Pasco and Aaliyah pretty much they just blame John. Like we were not a part of that. Like it was John just really wanted this group together. That wasn't what we wanted. We still want to work with you. Um, their, their arguments like aren't really necessarily coherent, right? Like she's talking and the general interrupts her and they're just kind of talking to Pasco and Aaliyah. Um, it, it's definitely the right move. Like I appreciate that they made this effort and I, I do credit Tammy a lot with this idea because that is the right play. Um, but at the end of the day, like, they're not really putting, they're not centering this at Pascal and Aaliyah. They're not trying to apologize. They're just throwing John under the bus and, like, arguing with each other. It's just a last-ditch effort. Pascal sees right through it. They're trying to get manipulated. Um, and, you know, the general isn't great here. He gets frustrated with them. He's yelling at them. He's leaving with a bad attitude. So Tammy just kind of sits there in desperation. There's really not much he can do. Um, so I, I really love the attempt. Um, but it's it's just a little bit too, a little too late here. Um, and the general just kind of takes his ball and walks home. He's not doing work around the tribe. Everyone starts taking issue with, with him. And while Zoe sees this, she's making friendship bracelets for them all. 
And so there's kind of a feud here about the different ways to try to stay in the game. Tammy's annoyed at Zoe for being fake. Well, Zoe's annoyed at the general for um, for not participating around camp. So it's it's unclear what the five think here. I wish I would have seen a little bit more about their perspective and why they voted Zoe. Um, so it's, it, it, we're not sure like how Kathy and Sean and Vesepia and Pascal and Leah really feel here. Um, but the three are trying to do whatever they can to stay in this game. Um, and so we get to the immunity challenge. They did get um stills beforehand that they could practice on and, and we get the scene of tammy really practicing on her own which should hint that she's going to pull out a win today and she does um so the, it's just a battle of who can stay on the stilts the longest um they, they're going to go two at a time and they're supposed to like fight with each other and try to knock each other off that ne- they never actually get to that point um because everyone just always falls off um so v and the general start um and and the general falls off instantly Kathy and Pascal go, or Kathy falls off right away. Tammy and Nalia go up, and both of them do a pretty good job here. Um, Nalia seems to be good at this, but she ends up falling off, and then Sean and Zoe go next. Um, but Sean doesn't even last more than a second. So, And then we get V and Pascal, where Pascal falls off, and then Tammy and Zoe, where Tammy just kind of sits there, waits for Zoe to mess up, and then falls off. And Tammy will do the same strategy um, in the finals against Vesepia, take a couple steps, and then wait for the person to mess up, and then that gives her immunity here. So... Good for Tammy. She needed this one, um, and she pulls out the clutch immunity win. And now she can kind of shift her focus to helping the general stay, and because Zoe has made it clear that she's not working with her, so now it's how can we help Rob stay another day? Um, and, you know, the five decide that they're, they're tr- trying to have these conversations, who's going out next, Zoe or Rob. Rob has the attitude problem, but Zoe seems to be more likely to win immunities. I'm not sure about this read here. Um, but the general is pretty much given up. You know, he doesn't care when he goes. He knows it's inevitable. Not great gameplay from the general here. Um, but anyway, yeah, so they get to tribal. Um, they talk about the challenges of the game. Nothing really of note here. Um, the general says, you know, these last few days he's really had to face, like it's kind of been his reckoning. Um, Zoe says she's going to play hard until the end. Um, I, I think she's the one that says work hard, play hard. Or maybe that's Tammy. I can't really tell. Um so yeah, they vote. Uh, we see Zoe vote for the general. The general vote for Zoe. Um, and we're pretty much kept in suspense as to who everyone else votes for. Uh, but the votes are red. Zoe, Rob, Zoe, 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 Zoe. So I, again, kind of confusing here. Zoe did the most to try to integrate herself with the five, but yeah, she's the one that they wanted to vote out. Um, I, I'm not sure who made that decision. I would have liked to see that a little bit more. Um, but I'm sure it was just a personality thing. Probably Kathy wasn't too fond of Zoe, and this is her revenge. That's what I'm going to test it to. Um, but it's hard to read into it a little bit more. It's, it's, I think it's just pretty um, academic and straightforward here. Um, so, yeah, so that's pretty much what happened there. Um, Sean says, you know, this is strictly a strategy move. I'll see you on the other side. Tammy says, I'm voting you out tonight because I just don't like you. Um, so that has really fractured. Um, and Zoe on our way out says, well, it's a bit of a surprise to be voted off this early. But I guess that's just the way it goes. I did my best. Work hard, play hard. Zoe is. She's leaving. And that's that, I guess. Sweet dreams to all. And yeah, so uh, what to say about Zoe? I think she's probably a pretty replacement level player. Probably a little bit worse, honestly. Um, like it, it, it obviously goes different, but I would definitely compare her to someone like a Lindsay Richter from Africa. It's just her alliance happened to make it a little bit farther. Um, it's probably someone you don't want in your alliance. And is she, like, one of the worst merge players we've had? Probably. Like, uh, I'd probably say Brandon had a worse red on Africa. 
but it's, it's hard to really name too many players after that who like Zoe should have made it another vote. Um, like if the general got, got voted off here, I'd kind of be saying, well, there's nothing he could have done. Um, Zoe was in position to make it one more day and, and she didn't. So it just, it just indicates that she didn't have good relationships with, with anyone really. Um, and she probably wouldn't have even, she probably would have been a fourth place finisher if that alliance made it to the end. So, um, and she was obviously part of the reason that it didn't. So nothing really too much to say about Zoe. Um, yeah. And so MVP this episode, I'm giving this one to Pascal. I think he does a good job here bonding with Sean. He seems to be the center. When people want to flip someone, they go to Pascal. Um, and I think this really emerged him as a good contender here. And LVP, the general, I think his, his pouty attitude was not great. Um, and he's probably next to go because Tammy does seem to be integrating herself in well. All right, so let's get to episode 11 here. This one was The Princess. Um, and it, it's probably even more straightforward than the episode that we just talked about. Um, and now that Zoe's gone, the, a lot of the conflict has gone with it, right? That's probably part of the reason, again, Kathy wasn't a huge fan of Zoe. Neither was Sean. So it's probably just that probably put her over the edge. Um, but they are pretty close as a tribe. And they're, they're questioning, you know, how much of this out of, is out of necessity? Can this love tribe truly exist? Um, it's Giuseppe's birthday on day 28 here. Um, and they, so they celebrate that with some mangoes, some candles. It's pretty subdued. They're all pretty burnt out. Um, they kind of just talk about food and, you know, the game is starting to take its toll. Um, Lily and Tammy channel their inner Jerry and Amber here, but just talking about every single food item they can think of. Um, Kathy has a different approach. She doesn't want to just sit back and talk about food. She'd rather channel her energy into like fishing and, and trying to catch food to have something different. Um, she can see baby sharks swimming near the shore. She wants to catch one. Um, I figured what she actually does end up catching one or not. I guess we'll maybe see that in the next episode. Um, but you know, this is what Kathy chooses to do and good on her. I think this is definitely better than sitting back talking about food, but she seems to be the only one with energy. Everyone else is pretty exhausted. Um, so Sean and V get the tree mail and they share a nice moment, um, as Sean, like, you know, really tries to comfort her. She, he knows that she's missing his family, probably the first birthday that she's had where she's not with his family. So the two have a nice moment, um, and they strengthen up for, for the day and, and to face this challenge here. Um, and so reward challenge here is the rock bottom challenge, where it's essentially musical chairs. Um, there's going to be six shells in the water. They have to retrieve them. And then those six turn into five, turns into four. And then the final four will have to carry a rock back to shore. Um, and so they're competing for a day with Jeff's visa card and a night on a cruise ship where they're going to be fed. They're going to be pampered. Obviously a reward that's definitely worth playing for for them. They're all really hungry. They all could probably use a better night's sleep. Um, and so we get to this challenge pretty straightforward. Um, v gets eliminated in the first round. Sean gets a big moment where he's diving for a shell, but he's going to get eliminated next round, followed by Nalia. And so we have um, the general, Tammy, Kathy, and Pascal um, with these final four here, and they just have to carry one of like these yellow marker stones back to the beach. They do a good job of running it as far as possible and throwing it along the ocean floor. It looks like all of them are pretty strong at this. Um, but, you know, to my surprise, Pascal is a beast here. He's the only one that gets it to the point where, like, he can just carry it above water. Um, and he claims a victory. So all good good stuff on Pascal. I definitely wouldn't have put my bet on him to win this challenge. But, again, great good on him that he was able to do this one. He was a beast. Um, and so they get back. Pascal prepares to go on this cruise ship. 
Uh, they talk about which foods he's going to order. And of course, when he goes to Jeff, Jeff says, you know, it'd be a shame if you had to experience this alone. Pick one more person. And it's not a surprise who he picks. He picks Nalia because she is the epitome of a young lady who deserves it. Um, and those two will get to have that experience together, despite the fact that it is Giuseppe's birthday. I mean, I can't blame Pascal. Like, there was no other choice for him. Um, and, you know, this is really the first sighting I can remember of Nalia saying, oh, my heck. Um, but she's going to say it so much this episode. Um, she sees the beds and it's, oh, my heck. And she's in the shower and it's, oh, my heck. And she sees the, the food and it's, oh, my heck. And, uh, yeah, wow. Um, I, I definitely remember on my first watch of this, I definitely adopted heck into my vocabulary. Um, I don't think I'll be doing that again. Um, but it, it's just a nice, you know, Nalia-ism here. Um, so, you know, they're enjoying getting pampered. They're enjoying having a shower. Um, they enjoy the nice meal together. The bill was $312, which is crazy. Uh, but they decided to add, you know, a $200 tip with Jeff's credit card. So, again, they're they're abusing his credit card. But as they should, obviously, Lex and Tom had another had a great time with Jeff's credit card in Africa. So, you know, they, they deserve to to give the, the $200 tip there. Um, so the others, you know, as usual, back at camp, they're miserable. The two come back, they take turns. Everyone kind of takes turns, like, smelling Nilia's hair. Um, and Nilia's, this is, I mean, she's 22 here. Like, she's she's pretty young. And she's a little bit too naive to recognize when it's time to stop talking about the intricacies of her shower. Because, um, you know, they come back from a mortis. It's usually, how is it? And, you know, they give a couple blurbs. Oh, it was good, you know, fun times. And then that's it. Um, but Nalia's just talking and talking about her shower and the food and how nice it was and the shampoo she used. And they're all pretty bummed. Um, and it, and especially because they couldn't bring any food back to them because it was like a full course meal, um, they're even more bummed. So Nalia like offers the mint in her mouth uh, to, to the tribe, saying that they can all share it, uh, which is just hilarious, uh, the fact that she actually thinks that they were going to go for this. Um, and, and Sean has a hilarious confession. It's like, keep the candy in your mouth. It's like asking, do you want this piece of doo-doo? Um, and I, I feel the same way. Like, really, that, like, just say we couldn't bring back any food for you. Don't say, like, we couldn't bring back any food, but, oh, do you want this mint that's half eaten in my mouth and we can all share it? To you? No, no one wants that. Um, and it's just, you know, this is the youth of Nalia showing here. Um, and it, it, like, this is... I, I've been pretty high on Nalia. I think in my power rankings, like so far this season, I've had Nalia at the top almost the whole time. Like she's had great relationships um, built. She seems to be at the center of everything. This is where her game starts to go down a little bit. Um, people are getting annoyed by her on day 29 here. She's relishing a bit too much. She's got her clean smell, her clean clothes. Everyone's getting frustrated with her sitting around. She's not pitching in. She's just become a little bit too comfortable. Um, and, and Sean pegs her, you know, she's playing hard. She snowed everyone, um, before she's, before you know it, she, she'll be in the final saying, oh heck, Kathy also pegs that she's about 70% sweet, 30% working it. And, you know, and shoot from this point on pretty much like, I don't know if there's much winning scenarios for her. Like, is there anyone where she can get to the finals with them and she'll win the game? I'm not sure. Um, like her best bet was probably with Fisepia, honestly, um, because I don't know if she wins against Kathy. I don't think, I think if it's her and Pascal, I think Pascal wins just because Pascal has the respect of everyone. And so this is where um, her kind of winning scenarios, her win equity is starting to diminish here. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much what's going on with Nalia. The general Tammy try to catch a pig. We don't see much more of that though. Um, 
and the immunity challenge is going to take place later at night and if it hints at making a fire um and all signs point to this like classic immunity challenge that has was originally won by rich at the final seven colby i think won it as at his final seven i forget who won in africa i think it was tom um or maybe tom wins it in all stars either way usually this is one where they have to like get water pour it in and the fire will raise so they can make it light stuff um, it's not going to be exactly like that. It will be all in the dark, so they must build a flame under a walk, um, and they have to pop a popcorn kernel and then transfer the fire they built over to ignite a flame. I don't know why it's exactly like that, especially when they have the beach here. Um, but they will be using flint here, which is different because they haven't used that throughout the game. Um, you know, and I get the theatrics of it being in the dark. It's definitely different, um, but with the camera quality, it's hard to see anything. Um, Giuseppe and the general seem to get theirs first, um, and, and they begin, like, you know, collecting wood to start popping that kernel. Um, Kathy and Sean and Leah get their flames next. Um, and so the general pops the kernel first, followed by Giuseppe, and then they just have to transfer their flame over to, light, like, a larger flame down the beach, um, which the general will do first here. So he will win this final seven immunity, good on him. Um, again, this is just a weird challenge, a little bit hard to follow. Um, I just don't think they have the, the production quality up for this yet, um, but it's all good. Um, and so day 30 is, will be pretty straightforward here, right? There's two on the bottom. One of them has one immunity. That's it. Um, and so Nalia pegs the potential for taming the general. They could team up. If they pull over Vesepi and Sean, they can make a new final four and flip on Kathy, Nalia, and Pascal, which I don't... Um, I don't... I, like, I, I'm really impressed that Nalia saw that possibility. I don't hate the move. Like, if... Um, Vesepia and Sean would do this. But, like, either way, like, I think they're going to be in the final five with a pair and Kathy. Um, and I think their best move is to be in the final five with Kathy and then Nelia Pasco. I think that's probably their best bet. Because um, if they're in the final five with Kathy, Tammy, and the general, I'm not really sure what happens there. Those two are probably more of immunity threats. Um, and then you've also burned Pasco and Nelia now, too. So I'm not sh- I think they do make the right call here. Um, I would have liked to see them be more solid with Kathy, but we'll see, you know, in this episode 12 coming up here, whether they do that. Um, Because I don't think Vesepi and Sean need to flip. I just think they need to be tighter with Kathy. Um, I think that's definitely the plan. Um, But again, I'm impressed by Nalia just actually recognizing this possibility because they are a little bit scared of Nalia's potential. Um, But Vesepi and Sean also know that, like, if they make this deal with Tame the General, there's no trust there. If we make the deal, they could just go run back to Nalia and Pascal, rat them out, and then suddenly, you know, Vesepi and Sean could go next. Um, and so I definitely, that's a, a fair fear, right? Kat, um, the General and Tammy have proven that they're not really trustworthy. Um, and so I think they make the right move here. And so they get to tribal, they talk about how hard the game has been, um, Pascal and Nalia's experience on the, the cruise ship, um, but it's going to be a pretty straightforward vote here. Um, we see Kathy vote for Tammy. Um, but they keep us in this, in suspense by not showing us any of the other votes here. Um, and yeah, so we get the vote and we see that Tammy in the general opted to vote for Vesepia because she doesn't pull her weight. Um, it's kind of a hot take. Um, I don't know, is this the only vote that Vesepia receives the whole game? I'm not really sure why they choose to do this. Um, and I mean, the fact that they voted for Vesepia is just confirmation that it was Vesepia and Sean's correct move to stay where they were um, because they probably were right in thinking that Tammy and the general would have ratted them out uh, because Tammy's, you know, it, it shows something that Nalia is better at recognizing Tammy's optimal move than Tammy was. 
Um, I would have liked to see a little bit more fight from her because she probably was like the best one out of the row two four. We've heard that if the row two four did make it to the end, then Tammy's probably winning. But you know, she just doesn't see her best move. Um, she kind of has an idea, but there, there's just a block there. Um, she's not really able to to pass over that hurdle and, and really execute her best moves here um, because the sepia is not the vote. Um, I'm not sure who she was trying to pull um, in for that vote here. Um, and so, yeah, just really strange all around. She was tanked a bit by the poor social play of her allies. And then after that, she just didn't really have much winning scenarios. Um, like, I, I think she could try to go in with Pascal Nelia like she did. But the problem is, again, the general just has such a poor social game that it's hard. So is she the best player out of these row two four? I think so. Um, but, you know, I'm probably grouping her in with someone like a Jenna Lewis, someone like a Colleen, you know, that kind of archetype who, you know, has some good, like, natural ability for the game, um, but just couldn't really see what to do and couldn't execute on that. Um, but, again, neither um, Tammy or Zoe will make my player rankings list um, because I, the way I'm kind of phrasing that is um, anyone who I could relatively see being on the top 100 of all time um, or, like, top 150, I'll include on the list. But, like, if you're not going to play again, you kind of just have, like, an eighth-place finish on Marquesas. You're not going to make that list. Um, so, like, I include a lot of people from Borneo and Australia just because of their legacy. Um, but I'm pretty much at this point, I'm going to kind of stop putting in just freebies. Um, and so the MVP of this episode was Kathy. I, I, she, she's in a solid position. She's kind of put herself in the middle, which I think is exactly where she wants to be. Exactly where she wants to be. And everyone has it really likes her now. She's done a great job kind of t- turning her perception around. And I'm giving my LVP point to Nalia. Not great here. Um, really tanking her her shot of winning this game. And so my power rankings, I have Kathy and Sean both at two. Um, and then I have Sepia, Nalia, and Pascal all at one. And then General at negative two. So that's kind of where things shape up right now. But definitely going into these next two episodes, there's paths for pretty much anyone to win this game. I mean, I've talked about kind of Nalia... I don't know if she wins, but you could definitely see Nellie and Pascal sitting in the final two together, like for sure. Um, so it'll be definitely interesting to see how this shakes out. And I will be talking about episodes 12 and 13 next time in episode 39 of the podcast. So thank you so much for listening, and I will see you then.